0: Welcome to the Zach On Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hughes. Today's episode is entitled Leadership Lessons from Community Tech Support. This is a podcast for all of you who spent Christmas and the ensuing days setting up and fixing all the electronic gadgets that your friends and family received. If you're that guy or gal, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This used to mean installing computers, televisions, and sound systems also setting the clock on grandma's microwave, but times have changed. Now, so much has a digital component to it. Gaming systems, online services, internet of toys, smart speakers, smart thermostats, smart watches, and smart everything else. Theoretically, these things are user-friendly and easy to set up and integrate. In reality, a lot of people really struggle and need help. This week, most of that community tech support is done, and we are back busy at our day jobs. Upon reflection, I believe there are some leadership lessons we can take with us into our professional world. Let's explore. What do you do for a living? When I meet people socially, it's not usually too long before the obligatory question comes up. What do you do for a living? I usually try to answer this question in the simplest way possible. I work in IT. It's my go-to. 70% of people seem to know what that is. If I get a puzzled look, I'll elaborate. I work with computers. That usually gets the idea across. I rarely introduce myself in social settings as a technology leader or executive, mostly because it sounds like a brag. This tends to etch my name permanently into their mental Rolodex of tech people. I think it's good for me and good for society. I've had many jobs with different levels of responsibilities at different companies. However, for 25 years now, I've been in the tech profession. My skills have a general applicability and community benefit there's a meme that comes to mind i'll read it to you just because i'm a programmer doesn't mean i can fix your printer i mean i can fix it but not because i'm a programmer think about it people have an auto mechanic a dentist a general contractor a tax accountant but do they have a techie for the most part there's not a general provider available they rely on vendor support struggle on their own or call geek squad as a last resort Most often, I see people just tolerate unsolved issues and go without. Why do I do this? Some people get annoyed by fielding tech support requests from the community, but I love it. What else am I going to do during the downtime of holiday gatherings? Make small talk? Watch sports ball? I'd rather hook up the new smart TV, program the universal remote, and teach everyone how to use their new iPhones. I'll even replace the Scion cartridge in the printer downstairs. That's way more fun and satisfying. Plus, it occasionally gets me out of doing dishes. The Cybercrime Victims There's another category of community tech support that keeps me busy. Going back many years, I'd routinely get the call, my computer is infected with a virus, can you clean it up? That still happens from time to time, but less often. Nowadays, it's much worse. My identity has been stolen. I think I just fell for a scam. All of my money in my bank account is gone. These are heartbreaking calls. I listen with empathy, then spring into action because time is of the essence. I hate cybercriminals with a passion. Their victims are often elderly, poor, sweet, and trusting. They are the least equipped to defend themselves. Often, their victims are embarrassed and ashamed, and they don't want to waste my time. But if they don't get help, that just gives the criminals a further advantage. I've been successful at helping people recover from these attacks, but it always takes time and effort the leadership lesson. While community tech support is inherently good, it's also good for me professionally. Here are the tangible benefits. Number 1. It keeps me close to the end users. My role at work is several layers removed from actual end users. I can't always directly interact with end users at work without disrupting a lot of good processes, but I can with the community, and that keeps my perspectives relevant. Number 2. It keeps me on the cutting edge. Consumer technology is often more advanced than enterprise technology. By getting comfortable there, I can see around the corners at work. Number three, it keeps my problem-solving skills sharp. More often than not, I'm given a problem that I've never seen before or a technology product I've never heard of, but yet I manage to figure it out faster than the average person. That's an ability that I'll likely lose if I don't continually exercise it. Number four, it keeps me vigilant. For some, cybercrime is an invisible threat, which makes us complacent and vulnerable. Seeing the effects of cybercrime in my personal life keeps me on guard at work. Number five, it gives me energy. Often my day job is life-giving, but occasionally it's draining. I like helping people with my technical skills. It gives me the boost I need to tackle the next day's challenges at work. So you've got a computer science degree and can code in six languages. Good for you. Now go fix your neighbor's printer. It'll do both of you plenty of good. That's all for this week's episode of the Zacon Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening.